Hi, I'm Joanne Vicknair, Meemaw, with It's Storytime, Meemaw, an answered prayer for stories that point children to God on the Truth Network for Kids. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it. Share it. But most of all, thank you for listening to the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Kingdom Pursuits, where you hear from ordinary people instilled with an extraordinary passion. Together we explore the stories of men and women who take what they love and let God turn their passion into Kingdom Pursuits. Now, live from the Truth Booth, your host, Robbie Dillmore. Well, guess what? Uh, Robbie Dillmore is on with you this morning. I'm Jerry Mathis. Uh, Robbie is on uh, the men's retreat with Nikita this weekend. I tell you what, I'm kind of jealous. I wish I was there with them. I'm sure they're having a great time out in the, the wilderness. And as you know, Robbie and I'm sure they're... I'm just sure it's just a great time. Uh, this morning, Kingdom Pursuits, where we take your passion and turn it into ministry. I mean, this morning I'm having the studio with me, Dan and Mary Kay Rapp. We're going to kind of talk a little bit about how we bring that into our workplace, because I think that's an important piece. And as I get ready to go into this show, I'm going to kind of open it up the same way I opened up a previous show, and that is the fact that, you know what, this past week, what we're seeing on TV, what's going on in Israel and in in the Middle East, man, it just has to just, just break your heart. I mean... It's just just a follow up to uh, you know what was going on in Ukraine and what's going on in just just the whole world. It's just just the evil and the uh, the sin and the, the the hatred and the the just no respect for human life. It, it it just breaks your heart as a Christian. It should break your heart as a human being. Mm-hmm. And we all know the answer. We know that that uh you know what there's only one true answer and that's Jesus Christ. And also, sitting here in the studio with me now is we know the we know the outcome. Uh, we've all cheated, went to the back of the book, and we know who wins. And that's sort of what we need to make sure we hang our hat on. But also, as a Christian, we need to also be aware that when it's dark and the darkest, we need to we need to make sure our light is shining, and we need to make sure our voice is being heard. We need to make sure that we're bold because I think uh, in a lot of ways. We as Christians have taken a back seat, and we've kind of uh, let our voice be smothered by the rhetoric out there, and and that 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 breaks my heart because uh, we see what's happening in this country. I, I mean, my daughter is a elementary school teacher, and when I see what's going on in the school systems and stuff, you know what? It's not imp- you know we're not teaching our kids to read and write and do arithmetic and that type of stuff. We're more concerned about do they want to be Mary or do they want to be a girl this week or a boy this week or do they want to be a dog or a cat or or whatever it may be. You know that's just nothing but just that's just just evil. And and the thing is, you know, with all the unrest, uh, you know, the social unrest, the the the, the racial unrest. Satan has been using that to to just really quieten the Christian voice. And we need to, as Christians, need to be bold, but also we need to do it the way Christ did it. We need to do it in love, and we need to make sure, because one thing, Christ loves and went to Calvary for all of mankind. But we have the choice as mankind to be a follower of Christ or to reject him. 
And as a follower of Christ, we also have the mandate, the cultural mandate that we need to be we need to fill this earth, and also along with that is the Great Commission. We need to make sure that we are willing to make disciples and bring people to Christ. So as we sit there and we see what's going on in the Middle East, and, and if, if you know anything about prophecy, I'm not one to sit here and tell you that I know that I'm going to give you a date that, the, that, that Christ is coming back and any of that, but I can say with all the confidence in the world that today we're closer than we were yesterday. And I think we need to live that that way. So as we sit and look at that, I think God calls us to be bold. And I think so many times we are not bold, and especially in our workplace. I think too many times as a Christian, we want to say somebody else, that's somebody else's job. That's a missionary's job. That's a preacher's job. You know, we're all called God didn't say in the Great Commission, I'm going to call a couple to be preachers and missionaries and workers. He called us all to do that. And and how do you do that? It's, it's tough sometimes when you're in a work environment because you also have to try not to offend people, but sometimes it's no more than just living out your life as a Christian. So this morning, as, we, as I get ready to, and we dive into this with Dan and Mary Kay and, and a lot of you that had name, if you're in this local market, Dan Rath probably rings the bell. You're saying, why does that name sound familiar? Besides being in real estate, uh, uh, what brought Dan to this area, which has been a blessing to, I know, to me and to Pinedale Christian Church, them being part of the body around here, was what brought him here was Dan was in the media. If you ever... Uh, I, I can always remember, I always think of one thing. If I ever talk to anybody and they say, why does that name sound familiar? I'll say, I dare Dan. And then they instantly know <laughs> what it's all about. And So, Dan, do you think God orchestrated that to bring you here? I mean, from the, the Arctic North? <laughs> well, absolutely. We can look at our travels. Uh, Mary Kay and I are both from Wisconsin. And in the media business, you travel around to find jobs. And so we had a a trek that took us to uh, Colorado, to Arkansas, to Winston-Salem. And that was 1988 that we came to Winston-Salem as the sports director at uh, Channel 12. And we were there for 13 years. And when that opportunity ended, uh, Mary Kay and I looked at each other and said, well, where do we want to go? You know, to be in the TV business, broadcasting business, you keep moving Uh, To move up, you move on. And we both had a long conversation and prayer and counsel from many people. And we said, well, what's more important to us is our our church family, how we're raising our children, um, the life that we have. And we said, we're going to get out of television. And that's not easy to do when that's what I thought about since I was probably about 10 years old. So you do that for about 30 years and you say, well, we're just going to cast that aside but I think we were beyond the uh, starstruckness of what TV was like. It, uh, you do it for 20 or 30 years, it kind of beats you down like, like any other profession. It's not as glamorous as people think. So when that opportunity came to, to make the decision to stay, we stay. And so, yeah, it's, it's very God-orchestrated in the way that uh, uh, we got to where we are and where we've decided to stay. I absolutely agree with what he said. It was very obvious to us at the time what we were supposed to do. Of course, we had three daughters that didn't want to move. They were all established in their schools and our church and their youth groups and so forth, and they did not want to move. And 
So that was probably the main reason we looked at staying as our church family. We have not lived near blood family for a long time. We've been married 41 years, so I guess 40 years ago we, we left Wisconsin. And our church family quickly became our family, literally. And it was we didn't want to leave. We did not want to leave. We're very involved in our church and our community. And so it transitioned well to real estate, really well. It certainly didn't hurt that Dan was I Dare Dan. So he was recognizable in the community. And that helped propel us forward in our real estate careers. Dan started first, and quickly it became apparent to me that he needed help, and I got licensed very quickly after him, and we both do real estate. Yeah, and, I, and as you just mentioned, both mentioned just prayer, how important that was. And so many mm-hmm. times I think, I think as a as a Christian, and, and also as just, just raising a family, we don't pray about where God has put us and, and placed us. And we are too worried about chasing after what we think, those temporal things, and not worrying about the eternal things. I mean, I'm in business, and, and I, I understand that because it's I struggle with that sometimes too. It's, it's chasing after things that really when it, when it all breaks down, it breaks down. I mean, it, it's, it's nothing there, and it's gone in a flash. And then the importance... Also, of having a, and I tell everybody, you know, and every time I get behind a mic, I, I stress the importance of being involved in a church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people say, you know, and the, the talk is out there. I don't have to be in church to be saved. I don't have to be in church to be a Christian. Yeah, that's correct. But I would tell you what, you need that. You need that support. You need that encouragement, and also you need that 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 community around you. Again, this is a call-in show, 866-348-7884. We'll be back in just a moment, and we're going to dive into Dan and Mary Kay's ministry inside their business. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits. I'm Jerry Mathis. And again, this is a call-in show, 866-348-7884. In a moment, just if you have any real estate questions, uh, I've got two experts in front of me. Right now, we have Daniel Baranowski on the line. From, he's a music minister at Pinedale Christian Church. And I think they have an event coming up, a concert. I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, Daniel, can you hear me? And give us a little bit of information. Yes, sir. How are you today? Hey, I am great, Daniel. All righty. So, yeah, Friday, November 3rd at Pineville Christian Church in Winston-Salem, we've got Matt Marr and John Reddick coming in for a concert. It's going to be an awesome night of worship. Um, they've got a ton of hits, both of them, that you might have heard on the radio. The current one by Matt Marr is The Lord's Prayer. He took those words right out of Scripture and just made an awesome anthem out of it. And John Reddick is known for songs like You Keep Hope Alive and God Turn It Around, songs that I have my kids know and sing loud in the car when we're driving around but it's gonna be a great night well daniel uh are the tickets still available and how can you get a ticket yeah so if you're local you can you can come to pinedale christian church um and call the office if you're not a regular attender we've got tickets there that can save you some money um they're thirty dollars a piece 
um, at our bookstore online. They're a little bit more than that, but you can find them if you go to Pinedale.Church, find the Mapmar poster, scroll down, and there's a click a link there that you can uh, access the online purchasing also. we got plenty of tickets available right now, um, but don't wait too long. Yeah, I think the last couple concerts, y'all, have we've uh, filled, the, filled the room and, and a little bit speak on it because I think it's important. A lot of times people will go to a the type of concert at a church and the, the, the lighting and the music and just doesn't have the, quite that same sound just because of the, the quality. But one thing that I always hear from those concerts is the artists are always praising um, the work that you've put into it. Yeah, it's a, it's a great time. I mean, we've got a, a great venue and we've got a great group of, of volunteers that help really pull these things off. And we just try to make it an opportunity to, to come into a church on a night and to kind of rid yourself of the distractions of the outside world and just worship. Just come before the throne and um, to celebrate, to, to mourn, to, to praise and to heal um, in different ways. And I believe this night of worship with what these two guys have put together and what I've seen so far on their previous concert nights that they put online, uh, it's just going to be a, a great night. Yep. And before I let you get off the phone, since I'm sitting here and I didn't really plan on this, but when you said a night of worship made me think of something that Mary Kay and you both are very involved in, and that is the Thursday night night of worship at Pinedale Christian Church. I like for you and Mary Kay just to speak on that for just a moment and it's open to I mean it is open the doors are open for the community for the church for Pinedale and all the community to come and and share yeah right now we're on a short break for the next two months just with the holiday season we've got other things planned but the second Thursday of every month starting in January and and on we do a night of worship at Pinedale that is uh, for, for my side of planning, I, I get a, a group of people together to just go through some songs. And, and a lot of times it's what songs are on your heart? What are you, you going through now? What resonates with you? And we kind of organize a night. And then Mary Kay on the other end uh, organizes some people to do some uh, prayers and some testimonies and scripture readings. And she can talk more about that if she'd like. It's a great night to intersperse the two. And we just kind of um, bat it back and forth between praise music which is always necessary, I think, to take take someone and who's attending to the place of uh, the foot of the cross, just the, the throne of mercy and grace. And Daniel's team does that through music. And then my team is available to offer scripture readings and prayer time, but also personal prayer. So anyone that's in attendance has an opportunity to join us if they so desire at a time of prayer one-on-one. And we have prayer partners available to do that. It's certainly a special night, that's that's for sure. If you're in the area, I'm, the doors are open. We'd love to have you in a couple-month uh, break, but uh, get rolling again. When in... In January, we'll start that again. We um, we have a lot going on at our church in, in November and December, so we're um, postponing. It's, it's called Rescue, and it's, an, um, it's a night of the prayer and praise time but also while we're mentioning that we also offer that prayer element at the concerts that daniel is just mentioning so mm-hmm. the prayer team will also be at that concert available to have prayer one-on-one with attendees if they so desire do you have somebody going to a concert do you have a lot of response do you have any response to that because you would think you wouldn't 
but we have a lot of response yeah. at concerts <laughs> um you never know or can never predict when the holy spirit is going to move and they may be touched by a song or something that's said and something's heavy on their heart and they just want someone to join them to be two or more before the throne together and we're available for that and we're very noticeable we wear lime green shirts that, <laughs> that say need prayer yeah. well daniel before you get off and uh, we let you go again tell us the date and how can you purchase tickets all right, so it's Friday, November 3rd. You can go to pinedale.church, scroll down, you'll see Matt Mars' picture and a little concert poster. Click that link, um, and inside there, there's an opportunity to buy tickets on one link. And also, uh, I'll throw this opportunity out there. We have some volunteer positions available as well. That's either in the lobby helping out with the merchandise or tickets or helping up with setting up and tearing down. Each of them have different benefits, like a free ticket or free admittance to the concert. So if you're looking for a freeway in, I got opportunities for you. Mm. But it's at Pinedale Christian Church, and that's in Winston-Salem, 3395 Peters Creek Parkway. All right. And tickets are available, and it will be a great yes, night. Sir. And so I encourage you to, if you have want to hear a nice concert, it'll be a good date night with your, your wife to come into that. <laughs> Daniel, thank you for calling in, and we look forward to it. And real quick before I get back to Dan and Mary Kay, I just want to make mention, if you've listened to uh, Kingdom Pursuit over the last few weeks, I have mentioned and even had Fonda Bryant on the air, who I've often said is the expert in mental health issues and suicide prevention and she has also mentioned every time about her training and she does still does a training online that is free well that training is today october 14th from one to three if you would like to get that free training i encourage you if you if, if you happen to tune in you can even go to kingdom pursuit and scroll back on the front page and it'll have a link to that or have information on from, I think it was from three weeks ago that we posted it on there, but it's Fonda Bryant. You can just put in Fonda Bryant and you can you know, take you right to our website to get that. Uh, the training is today from one to three. It's the QPR training, suicide prevention training. And best way to get in contact with her is, I'll go, go ahead and give you her, her, her email address. It's Fonda, North Carolina, underscore, 40 at yahoo.com. That's F O N D A N C underscore 40 at yahoo.com. And I'll even give you her sale number because I've often tell her I, I, she don't mind me giving it out, and I give it out a lot. Her sale number is 1 704 807 3267. Again, suicide prevention training today from 1 to 3. Well, Dan, Mary Kay, we're going to get back into the, we got you here in Winston-Salem now. You're plugged into a church, and then all of a sudden, uh, as Mary Kay said, y'all decided to go into real estate, and did you realize that that was going to be a ministry opportunity when you first did it? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't a voluntary decision at the time, as a lot of people uh, undergo right-sizing, right downsizing, outsizing, wrong, you know, whatever words you want to use when, when uh, businesses change. And, and the television station had a basically a philosophical corporate decision all through their chain to do different things throughout the station with um, on-air talent, behind-the-scenes people. So it really 
came at us with about a couple of months' notice. And we talked about people that we counseled with, and the head pastor at Pinedale at that time, Bill McKenzie, uh, was someone that I that I counseled with, and and some business people. And it, it came down to, well, you know, you want to be here. Uh, you have an equity in the community. People know who you are. And uh, somebody approached us and said, you know, when, when one door closes, and he said, the real estate door is going to open. So you a little play on words there. And uh, so we decided, okay, that's what we're going to try. So we went through the training of that and uh, just jumped in. Uh, you know, you generally are not successful in real estate until you have some type of a uh, base of clientele. And so the people at Pine Deer were, were very uh, graceful in the way that uh, they gave us business because you, you really don't want an inexperienced realtor or a real estate agent handling your business. But there was a trust factor uh, and I think a uh, ministering on their part to say, we want to help you get started. And so uh, some of our early business came that way. Probably most of it came from people that we knew the relationships that we had at Pinedale. So, um, yeah, it was a little bit out of the blue, but uh, uh, God provided. He provided so obviously that we look back on it now and kind of chuckle because um, the television station had actually asked us not to talk about it because they were getting so much negative from the community after Dan left that they asked us not to talk about it. And we kind of disobeyed that request. We went forward it at church and asked for prayer support. And, and because of that, you look back and you see the obviousness of God. Three people there at, at our church were considering selling and they waited for Dan to get his license. And the same week, and I'm not exaggerating this, the same week that he had his first closing, our savings had run out. So God was very obvious, even, even then. It was amazing. All right, we'll come back in just a moment to hear the rest of the story. Okay. Uh, again, it is a call-in show. If you'd like to share with us, it's 866-348-7884. Back in a moment. Listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits. Uh, again, this is the Colin Show, 866-348-7884. As we uh, left Dan and Mary Kay, uh, they've now become realtors and the next step, and, and as I said, did you ever think that it would become part of a ministry? And and as I, as I started thinking about this show when I contacted Danny Mary Kay about coming on, just something over the past few weeks, I guess, has just sort of been kind of stirring me because I know a lot of people in business, and some of them profess to be Christians, and but you would never know it to be in their business or to be around them and... You know, and they're, they're at church every time the doors are open, or, well, not every time the doors are open. I wish that was the case for most people, but uh, it's not anymore. New norm, I guess. But their business did not does not reflect that in any way, and I kind of always, always kind of struggled with that because of the, my approach to it, and sometimes there's, there's decisions that you make, and, and when I've had conversations 
a lot of the conversations go to the point of where, you know, if you start bringing those together, you're not able to make good business decisions sometimes. And I, I think, you know, what a sad place to be because really that's that that needs to be why you do that. And that needs because there are decisions in business over the years that that I chose to go a different direction because of my faith and because I knew that, you know what, ultimately who's in charge and that's God's in, in charge. And there's times where I'll make a stand and, you know, a lot of things when you're in business, you're afraid to make a stand because you think, well, you know, if I, if I say something about that, it's going to, it's going to be devastating or be detrimental to my business because it's going to offend somebody. But also Myra probably has told me this more than anybody you know, don't worry about that. God will always defend you. And I think you have to have that mindset. And so, as I said, just recently, it's been kind of stirring up how, you know, what we need to be bold. We need to be bold, not only in our businesses as owners, but also if you're, if you're just a worker. You know, if, if, if you're in the school system, you're a teacher, you need, nobody should be questioning our faith. And if we're a follower of Jesus Christ, it should be evident. And sometimes you just have to be bold. God did not give us a spirit of timidity. He gave us a spirit of boldness. And you talk about our faith being part of our business. I believe that our faith should be part of everything we do. And in real estate, we work hard to maintain our our reputation of integrity. We often will let the client lead that conversation, but rarely does it not come up that we can share our faith with our clients. And we have so many examples that it's hard to narrow that down, but we often uh, are able to share the gospel with our clients and we certainly serve them under the umbrella of our our bold faith. We don't shy away from that at all. It's in our bio. It's on our website. It's it's part of who we are. Why would we not? So you know, no matter whether you're you're flipping burgers or fixing cars or bagging groceries or whatever your occupation is, um, people will watch just how you do your job or how you do your business and, and how honest you are, how truthful you are, how willing you are to, to just uh, practice honestly. And so I think that that's what comes up in our business a lot uh, with our clients because we're not in an office and we don't have a bunch of coworkers watching us and seeing the way that we do things, but we do with our clients. And eventually, you know, they'll, they'll, something will come up and they say, well, how about if we do it this way? And I go, well, that, that's really not a very honest way to do something and it can lead to more conversations. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, I think no matter what we do, a ministry would be part of our business. And it just happened to be that we went into the real estate business and there are so many opportunities in there to uh, uh, take shortcuts, to do things wrong, to mislead people, to hide things, you know, that will affect everybody. And and we just can't do that. I mean, it may not boldly be saying we're Christians and here's the reason why we're not going to do that. But I think the the experience or the example is shown first, which will then lead to some of those things. Because I don't think people want to necessarily hear me say, well, I'm a Christian and I'm going to do your real estate right. I want to show them that I'm doing it right and earn their trust and their respect. And I think there's just more value in it. There has been to me when I see other people 
when we do business with Ray's Body Shop. I mean, there's no question it's going to be done right just because of the experience and, and we know who you are. And so that's how our business, I think, has grown over the years. Just great relationships with people that trust us or someone else has had a good experience and they say, you can trust these guys because, you know, real estate's most people's number one financial investment. And they want to know that you know what you're doing as a real estate agent, but they also want to know that you do have integrity and honesty in the things that you do and how you do them. Yeah, I think, and I find, you know, for me, and I think I will be speaking for you also, when we do things with integrity and and it flows through our relationship with Christ, people see that. And so they know if, if, if we do that and we may advise people not to do something that they would take a tendency or somebody else may advise them to do that's not quite right, they also know they trust you then at that moment because they know, you know what, it's not about making the dollar or, 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 or benefiting anybody. It's just, just do it right. Let's do the right thing and it'll all work out and, and God will take care of it. And when we do that, I think people, we're transparent when we do that. I agree. We often have clients that may have an unusual situation. Maybe it's a widow that um, we just we have one currently that just really is very sentimental about every step of the way. It's the first time doing things alone. It's the first time um, making big decisions and so forth. And so it takes an extra element of understanding and and compassion and a willingness to help with things that are totally not even related to real estate. Maybe she needs help going through th- items that are too hard emotionally for her to do alone. And I can walk alongside her doing that. I am the stager of our team, but that just takes all kinds of positions really that and I don't even know where to start. Like it just comes, it comes up all the time. Well, I don't know how to do that or, or how, what do I do with this? Or should I paint this room? Should I redo this before we go on the market? No, it's not necessary. You don't need to spend your money doing that. Whatever it is, they have to trust us. And we work hard um, to maintain that element of, of integrity and trust. Before, I know Dan was fixing to say something, before we, go off of this. I want to make sure I take the opportunity to have Dan and Mary Kay share. How I'm needing to sell my house. I'm looking to buy a house. How could I get in touch with you? And tell me the easiest way and the hardest way and how do I need to do that? Well, you can obviously just Google Dan Rath and you'll you'll get a comedian and some other people that come up under that name. But Make sure you don't put a W in front of Rath and you'll get us. It's just R-A-T-H. Yeah, that's that's the simplest way. I mean, uh, emails, and they're all over the internet, so you just look there or or call Jerry. Jerry will put you in touch with us. And uh, We're with Alan Tate. Yeah, uh, Alan Tate Realtors in Winston-Salem. And uh, my email is dan.rath at allentate.com. So that, that's an easy way to do it. Um, what I was going to say, and this kind of leads along the same lines, is that you know a lot of the things that we do, as Mary Kay was saying, are non-real estate related. We might have met a client through real estate, but then the next thing we know, we're not really doing real estate, but we're somebody's godparents. We've got clients where I'm the godfather, I guess, of a couple of little boys, and that, that's kind of neat. Um, 
We've babysat for kids. We've cleaned gutters, mowed lawns, painted rooms, and some of it has nothing to do with real estate, but we've made some friendships, or they trust us, or they'll say, well, who do you know that we can take our car to because we've got a bump in the fender? Well, we know Jerry who Ray's Body Shop. Uh, the same way with just so many different things that we're able to connect people, and that's just a great thing for us just to have those relationships. Yep, we're back in a moment. Uh, Again, if you have any real estate questions, 866-348-7884. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, and I have uh, Dan and Mary Kay Rath in the studio with me this morning. We're just kind of talking a little bit about how we bring our ministry into our workplace, and it can be as as, as owning a business, or it can just be as no more than just working in your workplace. It. You know, we need to make sure that as Christians, as this world is so dark, that we make sure that we are the light, and it needs to be a 24-7 thing. And and, and I'm going to share a little bit of a story where somebody that's a really good friend, and, and I'm not going to use their name, but they're, they're in, had a, a job where a supervisor, and one of the people that came in and brought them supplies went into their office, and as they were sitting there talking, he noticed there was a Bible on his desk, and he'd been, this gentleman had been doing business, they'd been doing business together for, I think, two years, a little over two years, and he said, oh, are you a Christian? And my friend said, I was just at awe that, that he asked me that question, and he goes, so I knew I needed to make sure that I, I changed mm-hmm. my approach to everything, and I think so many times... It's easy to let it happen to you. And we have Tina in Raleigh right now. Tina, do you hear us? I can. How are you guys doing? Hey, we're doing wonderful. Good. And I like to hear the Christian aspect of it, too. Um, I just want to say something that um, 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5 talks about what people will be like in the last days. And I encourage everybody to look that scripture up, and you'll just be checking that off as you go along. And then also Jesus mentioned deception. Deception deception is going to be rampant in the last days. So he said, be careful. No one deceives you. But my question is about our home. We're thinking about selling it in the next couple of years, but our kitchen could use an upgrade. Um, The house is about 20 years old. And so we're just wondering, would it be, um, would we get, out what the money that it would be cost effective is it prudent for us to upgrade our kitchen before we sell if in fact we're going to sell and we don't know exactly how many years it's we're going to stay here but we're planning on probably getting out of this house within the next five years okay tina that's a great question i would say the short answer is kitchens always give you payback um that has never changed no matter what the market's like the kitchen's important, the master bedroom's important, the master bathroom's important. That's true no matter what. But you want to be wise about how you spend your money, of course, be the best steward of that money. So maybe it starts with a conversation, like we meet with our clients and we do a consultation. This is what we recommend you do. Uh, This is what we recommend you don't do. Um, And there are 
there are a lot of factors. So for us to answer your question completely on the radio, I think is impossible. But things like what would the price point be when you go out on the market would help you then determine what that kitchen ultimately should look like because it's Mm -hmm. really comes down to what the buyer expects to see at the price point you're out at. And then how do you find a competent, um, honest um, person to do the work? Move to Winston. (laughs) (laughs) Um, To do the renovation work? Yes, yes. Um, So that brings a good point that you should always choose your representation well. So for our clients, they would it would probably start with a conversation with us and we would recommend who we trust to do that work. Um, Dan, I don't know if you have any other suggestions than yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. We, the way we do our business, and we know a lot of agents in Raleigh through the Allen Tate Company and have referred business there. So we would put you in touch with someone that we trust that would know the right people that has the experience okay. that uh, does that. And in the back of the mind, then you've, you've got the realtor almost as a partner to say, right. that's overdoing it, that's underdoing it, because mm-hmm. you're, you're preparing to be a product on the market and want to appeal to the most people. So you don't want to over-personalize your kitchen. You, you kind of so want to go right I, down I the middle. I just turned the radio on a couple minutes ago, but what is the name of your business? And, and do you have a phone number? Sure, I'll give you my phone number, and we can always put you in touch with someone. It's uh, Dan Rath and Mary Kay, Dan and Mary Kay Rath. And my personal number, 336-577-1121. And we'd be happy to uh, put you in touch with, uh, with an Allen Tate realtor in your area. R-A-T-H? Correct. Yes. yes. Correct. Okay. And we have a team, but like Dan said, we often refer in other areas, and we're happy to do that, okay. do the legwork for you and find the best one okay. for you. And, and, and I encourage you guys to continue doing what you're doing and put God first, and don't be greedy and selfish. Be loving and humble. Thank, Thank you, you, Tina. Great Thank advice. You. Thank you, Bye-bye. Tina. Great call. Thank, Thank you. you. Well, before we wrap up, again, I want to mention... Uh, Pinedale Christian Church concert coming up uh, November the 3rd. Uh, Go online and get tickets there. Um, Also, Fonda Bryant's suicide prevention training. And you can get in touch with her with FondaNC underscore 40 at yahoo.com. Well, Dan, I think you're going to give you the wrap up on this. Well, what we hope when we have clients is that they look at us as trusted advisors when it comes to selling their home or helping them purchase a home, which involves uh, mortgage brokers, movers, handymen, et cetera, et cetera. We can link everyone together. So we may not sell your house, but we'd love to help you find your next home. And again, what's that ad? How do you get in touch with you? 336-577-1121. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to Kingdom Pursuits. I hope to hear you back next week. Thank you. This is the Truth Network.